BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, my guest for this episode is comedian Eric Andre. You know him from Adult Swim's The Eric Andre Show. You know him from his Netflix movie Bad Trip. And now he's hosting his own podcast, Bombing with Eric Andre, from iHeartMedia and Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network, which you can listen to wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get into the episode. Eric Andre. Are we on? Oh yeah. We're on. Yeah. Not a lot of fanfare, you need a little... You need like a music. You need an intro song. I always feel like I try to make the current moment enough. <laughs> okay. What's been the most persistent thought on your mind lately? Uh, persistent thought. I don't know. Like the current anxiety spiral. I mean, the news is pretty grim right mm-hmm. now. I've just been watching mm-hmm. uh, Middle Eastern snuff footage mm-hmm. for uh <laughs> a week. At what point in watching the news does it become a, like less about being informed and more like pornographic of you're just like kind of getting a hit from all the horribleness? Oh, man. Yeah, you really need to like, you need to take breaks. You need to sit on the bench mm-hmm. on the sideline for a second and like breathe. It's grim. Do the problems of the world it's ever... Like, this is also the last thing I wanted to bring up. But you said what's been <laughs> on my mind and I have anxiety. So my, well, I'm like thinking about what's my current anxiety mm-hmm. spiral, but like... I don't want to touch this topic with a fucking 10-foot pole. Do the problems of the world sometimes distract? Like, they're, in a way, a distraction from the problems of your own personal life. Do you ever feel that way? Uh, yeah, maybe. I, but shouldn't we pay attention to the problems of the world? Yeah. We shouldn't be apathetic. No, I think, I think, I think we should. But it's like, it do is... Go, do you go to therapy? I do go to therapy. Do you Sometimes. know if it's cognitive behavioral therapy or what kind of therapy it is? Um, it's just like talking therapy. Yeah, but what kind? What type? I don't know if there's a title. If it's like CBT or anything like that. Do you go to CBD? C- CBD therapy? I, yeah, I go. Yeah, I go to a tremendous. I do a tremendous amount of therapy. <laughs> uh, has have you always been to therapy? Therapized? Like, yeah, throughout your life. No, not really. I wish I went throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. I would have resolved a lot of things that. Like I let I let fester from childhood into adulthood. I really mm-hmm. wish I I went to a, a tiny little bit of childhood therapy, mm-hmm. but not really. I didn't really start doing it until I was twenty five. Mm-hmm. But I, I I regret. It's kind of like the biggest regret. I would have solved a lot of problems, or maybe not solved problems entirely, but would have had a lot more. Uh, I would have been had a lot more inner peace. Mm-hmm. In my childhood, do you feel like you've at least like gotten close to that that inner peace that you're 
you're looking for now? Sometimes, but therapy and, and, and mental health stuff is a practice. I think like a life is nothing but stress uh, and yeah, continuous bouts of stress and, and trauma. So I think that, you know, it's not like um, you do therapy and then you do it enough and then you're just done. Right. Because life doesn't cease to be stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and traumatic. So I think, uh, I'm a lot better. I, I think that therapy and exercise, I'll say too, are like non-negotiable. As you've gotten I older, has life priority. gotten more or less stressful for you? I think it's not, um, quantifiable in like that type of metric. I don't sure. think it's like more or less. I think it's, uh, different. I think the stressors of your childhood and your teenage years and your 20s and your 30s and your 40s and your 50s i think each each decade each year each moment comes with its own mm-hmm. nuanced um set of difficulties do you remember like the time in your life or even just like in general day to day like what moments you feel the most happy during it's like that old dennis leary joke where he's like there's really only like a few moments ahead i'm gonna shittily paraphrase this joke because i haven't heard it since i was 10 i think mm-hmm. it's like a 35 year old joke uh, he he's, he's like the whole, happiness is only like in that first bite of that chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like pure orgasmic euphoric happiness mm-hmm. is like is in those moments. It's more like mood. How's your mood in general? Sure. Are you down? Are you anxious? Are you? Do you feel calm? Um, lately it's been lately, lately it's been better. Do you have a sort of baseline in mind that you typically tend to hover like not straight to? I, from? I, I don't mind anxiety because anxiety is good for performance. Mm-hmm. I mind the amount of anxiety that I have in general. So I wish that if my anxiety was at like a seven normally, I wish I could just bring it down to a four or five in mm-hmm. general mm-hmm. Uh, and not like get caught in these obsessive loops. But I have like. Pussyfooted around taking SSRIs my whole life, okay. and I think it's just time to at least try, yeah, and and then taper off if I don't like it. What what was if, if they're going to offer some type? of... What was the cause of the pussyfooting? Because for me, I'm like I don't I don't, I don't like the idea of wanting to of like being of like needing to be on. Yeah, something. and 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 then I think what is that? Is that ego? Hmm. It has to be ego, but yeah, I just like the. Having to be on something to just live life that feels strange, but we're not in a natural world, you know? So we have to come up with unnatural solutions to adapt to a unnatural world. Why, why would you say that it's ego to think that, like, I don't want to be on something? I, I can't, well, that's just me trying to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why have I avoided it for so long? And I think my ego says... No, you don't need the pill. You can, uh, you can do it through natural means, through therapy, through mm-hmm. exercise, through meditation, and I do all that stuff. But I, I'd like to take it over the the finish line with. I'd like to attempt to take it over the finish line with mm-hmm. with. An SSRI, if it'll help. And you got to like experiment with a bunch of them at different doses to see which one works for your brain chemistry. Um, But I at least want to do the experiment and go, all right, I at least tried it. 
And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, doesn't. I know people that are like, it saved my life. Whether they're talking about Zoloft, Paxil, Wellbutrin, Prozac, whatever. Um, and then there's people that are like, I hated it. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't get a boner. I couldn't jizz. Uh, it made me feel more depressed. I, you hear everything. And it really is just a crapshoot of um, experimenting with EQing your uh brain brainwaves mm-hmm. and and seeing if you can get them in the right um balance um and if you can great and if and if the ssris don't work for you then then toss them out when you were when you were out. a kid and you, you maybe like a, like a teenager did you feel good and, and happy most of the time or were you also I, I was happy i was happy but i was anxious mm-hmm. i was happy and i was anxious and i wasn't i didn't know how to uh my parents were both neurodivergent and not um they were emotionally unintelligent they're very intelligent they're very academic Mm -hmm. but they were very they they didn't have the best emotional intelligence and they didn't go to therapy and i think they would have both benefited from therapy uh um so a lot of stuff i think some stuff that bothered me i think i repressed because i wasn't I wasn't given the tools or the blueprint on how to uh, process the emotions. Mm. So I wish I had gone to therapy and I wish my parents had gone to therapy. But my parents are quite spectrumy. So I don't even know how much therapy, therapy would have helped. But I think they both just are, uh, they both have their own type of neurodivergence. My dad had PTSD from, from, uh, um, living in a country under a dictatorship and escaping a dictatorship. So I think, and he was Catholic. He's an ex-Catholic, so repressed. Repressed. What's your relationship like with them? Is this the nowadays? tone of the, the, the show? This is a bit oh, depressing. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, 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 I'm finding it interesting. I don't have, grim. I don't, I don't have like bits. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a bit. You don't need a bit, but I don't Do people want this? We're dressed like, Idiots. Is it well? Uh, is this is this is this stuff you've like talked about on a podcast? Uh, yeah, I talked about it. I just did yeah. Neil Brennan's podcast, and I think that's all I talked mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I heard that you. I don't want to make it also, like I have some huge huge plight, or I you know right. <laughs> right. Escape the camera rouge or something. But I don't know if you've talked about this extensively yet, but I saw that you just did ayahuasca in yeah. Peru. Yeah, how you feeling? I feel good. Yeah, I feel good. What was what was the experience like? It was cool. I've done different psychedelic therapies. Um, I've done MDMA therapy, ketamine therapy, psilocybin therapy. I've smoked toad venom, buffalo various toad venom. Um, so it reminded me a lot of those various therapies. I like the MDMA therapy the best because it was uh, very customized. I'm one-on-one with a therapist. We work together in yeah. talk therapy a lot yeah. before we do an MDMA session. Um, so that was very like bespoke and nuanced and really got to the heart of a lot of issues versus ayahuasca, which was great, but it was more group therapy, less pinpointed. Um, but, you know, all and even non-psychedelic therapies, they all they all lead to the same they all help you access stuff you typically suppress or repress. Um, 
Which there's a difference. Repression is more hardcore than suppression. Did you form any like legit bonds or friendships with the other people in in your group? Oh yeah, it's kind of like being at camp. You know, everybody right. like. Uh, bond. It was a good group. It was a lot of like very sweet people. Do you make like at this point in your life? Do you make a lot of new friends? No, making friends is harder the older you get. Mm-hmm. Making friends is harder the older you get. Do you do things? I think that's why it? people get married. Yeah. Because it's like, fine. You, you I just need friend. like one friend, mm-hmm. and it's my spouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually my kids, because I'm too tired to make new friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start talking to just some random guy. Do you feel like you've got a, like a solid... I, I'm drinking less, now? too. I think like it's easier to make friends in your 20s because you're just drunk all the time. Sure. <laughs> I just don't recover from alcohol that well. And it makes me gain weight like fucking instantly. Booze. Mm-hmm. In my 20s, it didn't because I had the metabolism. But uh, So uh, I've kind of gotten shy. Yeah. In my old age. Yeah. I'm, I feel that a little bit too. A bit shy. Yeah. Do you Becoming think. Becoming more reclusive and shy. Do I, you, I, I don't like it. Have you ever. I want to. I want to. Like the. The. Know persona that you have publicly do you think do you ever like feel a a a pressure or anything to like match that when you meet people in in real life no i don't feel the pressure at all i uh i think it's pretty clear i'm doing shtick on my show Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know there's something for my birthday i go crazy there's time. There's times where that, that you know that persona is a part of me. Mm-hmm. I just not like that twenty four hours a day. Do you? But it comes out in your personal life at some points, at least. Yeah, yeah. It's how I joke around with my friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I think everybody's comedic POV is. It's like, how did you joke around in the cafeteria in high school, mm-hmm. and can you turn that into a career? Mm-hmm. That's what I think a career in comedy is. Do you feel like your sense of humor now is still pretty like? Solid to what it was when you were 15? Exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. You never... I use jokes mm-hmm. that we would come with my friends who have nothing to do with comedy now. Uh, I remember my friend Franklin and my friend Andrew, we would joke around. It was They were like my first writer's room. Mm-hmm. And Franklin has his PhD in, in music composition and, and Andrew plays piano. They have nothing to do with comedy comedy writing nothing but they were like the funniest guys i knew and i'll still use jokes and conversation with stuff we came up with when we were like 14 13 14 15 years old are, the, are was, you still are foundational are you still friends with those guys yeah. yeah 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 are they stoked they, about... they they live they we don't live in the same town so i don't i don't get to see them as, as often as i mm-hmm. would like to but um yeah, and it's one of those things you don't. I won't talk to him for like years, and then we get on the phone, and then we we joke around like we're like fifteen years old again. Are they stoked to see like a representation of like your guys's collective sense of humor, like yeah, shared yeah, and commodified yeah. to, to yeah, the masses? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I hope so. They hey, seem like they're. You want to take a phone call? Sure, I'd love to. Let's see what we got going uh, on. How how are these in general? Are they pretty aggressive? You said are they aggressive? Yeah. Like, do people like get upset, or are they just antagonistic? Let's find out. I don't think no. These no. These people are antagonistic. Hey, Jackson. Oh shit! No fucking way! I'm I'm so sorry if I get a little loose. I'm super fucking excited. Can you? What's going on, Jackson? 
love oh, that hey name. There. It's like Coltrane. Oh my God. I, I, it just rips through the room. Oh, thank Jackson. you. Yeah. What's your last name? Oh, no. Yep, I get. Yeah. Funny enough, England. Jackson, Jackson England. England. What a powerful name. That's pretty that's good. A great fucking name. Oh, yeah, man. that's a rock star. Hell man. yeah. Even Jackson even England. At my college, um, at my college, um, whenever I pre- <laughs> professor, he would forget my name. And I used to live in Jacksonville. And so I told him, like, where was the state that I, where was the city I used to live in? That is my name. And it took him like three minutes. I'm like, it's fucking Jacksonville. And wait, and he God, taught English and he didn't know your name. Was, he talked English in Jacksonville no, and he couldn't no, remember Jackson, England. No, 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 no. I, I live in. Um, I embellished the story. We, I'm in broadcast a... television. Okay. I was embellishing yeah, just so to bring, just bring it on home. <laughs> Jackson, uh, what's what's up, man? Was there anything in particular you wanted to talk to us about today? Yes, I ha- I'm very conflicted right now with um, whether or not I will be an asshole if I do not remind somebody about plans that we've had. Well, are you dating this somebody, or is this just a pal? No. Uh, so with the, I'm going to give you like the very base level of what I can explain about my relationship to this girl. So we met on a dating app and we yep. went out on a date. Yep. We really liked each other. And like, there's also some other things with it, but we hung out plenty of times. She had to move to Tampa and there's a whole lot of things that like are very mixed messages. Like I really liked her, but you know, she probably didn't want to date me cause she knew she was going to be in Tampa. But that, that was all like, uh, a few years ago. So now, I live in Daytona, and I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I be- I really like haunts, and I really like Halloween Horror Nights, so I'm like, oh, you know, since you live in Tampa, let's do Hallow Scream, and uh, we planned to do that, but then she was like, oh, you know, uh, I'm just going to uh, go to Hallow Scream with my dad real quick. And I was like, oh, you know, that's super cool. Like, you can go to um, Hallow's Scream. But then she hated it. She was like, she, t- she was texting me. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking miserable right now. Like, I'm getting chased by people in chainsaws. And in my head, I'm like, oh, shit. Because, you know, I really want to do this hunt with her. But because I don't want her to be alone. But that's just one piece of it. Oh, and I'm sorry if I get like a bit confused with where the story is, just because I, I my I'm going a million miles per hour, you know. Well, well, is the is the larger issue though that she's not non-committal and she's like not she's flaky. Yes, so that yeah. is a problem that I've kind of had with her in yeah. general. Yeah. Because it's not like this is the first time we've tried to, I've uh, me I've tried to plan out something with her. And it is kind of fell through. Yeah. And she doesn't live in the same town, right? No, she she didn't give me her exact location, <laughs> but she does go to Tampa University and she doesn't want me to drive several hours. And you're hours in Daytona? You're in Daytona? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds tough, man. I, I You know, long distance is tough yeah. and she seems like she's got a... Uh, oh, yeah. She doesn't seem to be have a. She seems like she has one foot in, one foot out. Uh, I, yeah, I personally yeah, would 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 
play it cool, give her some space, let her come to you a little bit if it's going to happen. But probably, I, oh, I would just, I would probably cut and run and have, just. Have you ever met this person this, before? Yeah. Oh, they've been yeah, on twenty no, dates. You said that you uh, went on twenty dates. No, we. So I talked to my mom about this, and she did mention you went on one date, but the rest were just hangouts. Like there's nothing. But you've hung, that but you've saying, hung out with you know, her multiple times. Yes, we we know each other. It's not like this. We only met one, and then she had to move down. We met, and we've hung out many times after that. Yeah, I don't know. She sounds like she's kind of not like kind of one foot in, one foot out. I I would. Yeah. I would either let her. You know, if you love something, set it free. Just let, let yeah. leave it alone or let her come to you if it's going to happen. Yeah. But I think yeah. if it's going to happen, she'd be into it and, and it'd be easy to make plans. It's kind of like she yeah. would get off the pot. And I think uh, I think you got to get back on that app and, and give the roulette wheel another spin personally. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, don't know. Worry. It's, I, it's I, things because it sounds like you like her, but. She sounds like she's in a bit of a transitional phase in her life as well, and then the distances makes no. everything a nightmare. So it's I would cut and run personally. It's kind of weird. Your journey. Yeah, of course. And plus, there is also the um. So, I my whole family is a big fan of Halloween Horror Nights, and so we go pretty much every year for a couple of years. And so I'm going with my family, and I'm like, hey, you know, because we tried to do the hello scream but then she went with her dad but then I'm like hey you know would you want to go to halloween horror night and i did invite her before she went to hello scream but because she said yes to it like she said yes i'm down you know i know a couple of your family members you know i would be down to do that and here is where i think is the reason why i called you guys is because like she's kind of like a big like kind of spontaneous person I try to remind her, like, hey, you know, are you still down to go with me and my family on the 20th? But then when she responded, she kind of gave me, like, a vague answer. Uh, like, yeah. she said, oh, sorry, I just saw this. And I well, was that's like, kind, that's I, kind I just, of, that's that what was, you were talking about. It's That's what yeah, you're talking about. It oh, sorry, like, just saw yeah, this is yeah. always bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been super busy yeah, I mean, is always bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, mm -hmm. just saw this. <laughs> It is like I I don't believe it. I've texted that mm -hmm. to women I've dated, and I mm -hmm. I don't believe it when I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jackson, I like, mean, what? it does happen sometimes. <laughs> I have a problem with my. It's not a problem, but like I'll check my text on the iMessage on my laptop yeah. and my phone. Yeah, and sometimes like a bunch will come to my laptop, and I'll they'll they'll be um it, it it'll be as if I read them whether I didn't. So sometimes that happens, but if it's somebody you're actually interested in. Uh, it doesn't really happen. Also, Jack, I would, I would, uh, whatever happens here, I wouldn't take it as a, a personal thing upon you. You know, I feel like that's a that's another. Yeah, you know. yeah. Don't you can't take it personal. You don't know what people, what people are going through, and and and. Oh, of course. You know, there's many fish in the sea, and why don't you date somebody who lives in the same town as you? I, I think it's like it hard enough idea. to yeah, make I a relationship mean, work, yeah. let alone make make it work with hundreds of miles between you. Hey, Jackson, before we go, what's your favorite Halloween character? Oh, fuck. You're, you're, you really gave me just a tough question. How old are you, Jackson? Say, it's a group of characters. I am, uh, I just turned 22 days ago. Oh, and how old is she? 
she is seven years old. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like young, man. <laughs> Everybody's young and awkward at that age. Yeah. So don't 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 stress. Everybody's awkwardness will slowly through the years diminish. Uh, but that's a young, awkward age for dating for everybody. And 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 you watch like movies mm -hmm. and you, you think everybody's all suave and smooth, but everybody's mm -hmm. like clunky and awkward at that at that time because everybody's figuring themselves out so don't take it personally but yes yeah, sorry what's your yeah, favorite cool. halloween character i it's a group of characters but i'm absolutely fascinated with killer clowns from outer space oh, one yeah. of my favorite uh, movies of all yeah. time did you play the Classic. the video game that just came out i it's it's not out yet it's i'm on the no, uh, um i i'm supposedly on the beta list Use that as your next uh, but, date yeah, I'm, idea. I'm, Have her come over and uh, you guys can play the beta of the new Killer Clowns from Outer Space game. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. But yeah, it's it's one of my favorite characters. I just bought uh, a new Funko Pop when I was at fucking Walmart today. Nice. I'm super excited about that. Jackson, you need a gal in your life where you're like, hey, you want to go to Halloween Horror Night? And she's like, hell yeah, let's go. Right. Cool, I'll pick you right. up tomorrow. Great. That's how the conversation is. It should right. be easy. Right. It should just be flowing. Not like, oh, ooh, yeah. sorry, I just mm -hmm. saw this. Uh, uh, uh. Mm -hmm. Fuck that shit. You don't got time for that shit. You need to just be like, yo, what's up? You know, it's like oh. your friends. You can just hit up your friends. Yo, you want to go to this? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, great. I'll pick you up. Cool. Yeah. Peace. Mm -hmm. It needs to be easy. It needs to just flow. The yeah, people in your life should make your life easier, not harder. Yes, exactly. The people that mind don't matter. The people that matter don't mind. Sure. I like that. Jackson, is there anything else you want to say? Fuck her, Jackson. <laughs> She's a fucking backstabber. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, is, now, I've listened to a lot of your shows, so I know, like, not to kind of say, oh, you know, thank you. Good advice. If somebody You're is kind of, like, you? keeping you at, like, an arm's reach, like, oh, you know, I could do this, but, you know, I can't do this exactly don't do that. If somebody really wants to do something with you, they will want to do something. Fuck yeah. With you. Yeah, there exactly. Something there I've had go. to learn. That's who you want to be oh, with yeah, ultimately anyway. You, you want to just be with somebody that's like, yo, what are you doing? Nothing. You want to get pizza? Yep. That's it. Not like, oh, yeah, but ooh, I got this. Uh, uh, oh, it's really busy this week. <laughs> if you hear busy, if you hear the word busy, oh, I'm really busy this week. Bye. Because if you're, if you know, if they want to hang out with you, they'll make time. They'll prioritize you. Everybody's busy. Give me a fucking break. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Jackson. Love you, Jackson. Thank you. English. Have a good rest of the night, man. See you, buddy. Thank you, man. Love you both of you. Love you, buddy. You hear a shotgun sound of a. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> most I'm, I'm waiting for callers. Like that most happens. callers yeah. commit suicide right at the end of their call on yeah. this show. Yeah, we send someone. Hi. <laughs> we send an assassin. We send a, a the homicide rate on the show is pretty high. One I of like, the highest in the podcast. I like, I like what you said. I feel like that's uh, I don't know. I'm feeling like I, I also uh, uh, I'm trying to get to a point where like I can set that. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it a boundary or whatever you'd call it, where I'm just like, ah, I don't want to deal with somebody who's like being flaky or. or no, yeah, it's not a good sign. Then yeah. they're, they're not interested. You just got to be like, cool. Don't take it personally. Just be like, hey, it's all good. And then you just got to be like, I'm fucking rad. Peace. Guess you don't like to have a good old time with a hunk. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hello? Dylan? Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up, Holy Dylan? How shit, you doing, man? Food? Yeah, dude. What's going on? Hey, dude! How I'm doing, good. Booster? What about you two? Good. What's crack? What's crack lacking? How can we dude, help I you? Gotta, what's your question? Talk to us, you silly little freak. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. First of all, Lyle, big fan. I wanted to come to the show in Oslo, but uh, it was between um. you and a concert, and yeah, I'm sorry about that. And Eric Andre, big show of, of course, the Eric Andre show, and also the movie. Thanks, Loved buddy. it. Thanks, Dylan. Was the concert fun? Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, no, Dylan? Oh. No. You all right? Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I may need to move back to my parents, and I'm pretty embarrassed about that. Why is that? I don't know. I guess it's like young man thing like you want to do my parents proud you know i want to pay my taxes and make the big money and have the pretty wife and all that stupid shit you know and um i got i went to the doctor last week and i yeah of course but went to the doctor last week and i got diagnosed with uh, burnout syndrome are you are you aware what that is no what's that Well, it's basically, uh, because I got it because I was in an abusive relationship, and it's basically that uh, you're not able to work anymore like before. So I'm, I'm basically on like. Uh, that. that sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. So I'm on sick leave right now. That's great. And sick leave uh, in it's, Norway it's is seven bad. and yeah, a half I, years. I'm, 
I'm sorry that you're going through that, and you know, <laughs> wish, take, dude. take the time to uh, you know mentally uh, <laughs> uh, regroup. Sorry that you're going through that, man. That sucks. I've been in abusive relationships. It sucks. Uh, it is what it is. How are you yeah. spending your days now that you're not doing anything? The problem is, like, with burnout, it also, like, sucks out all the juice out of things that you used to like. So, I don't know. I am guess, I'm guess I'm playing a little bit of video games here and there, and I try to get through the day not... Being as positive as uh, as possible, but it's it's hard. Do you have a friend? Really you have a friend hard. Group? I was in a car accident recently as well. So. Jesus, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, you a friend group you can lean on. Do you have a group of friends you can? Are you are you getting? You yeah, need sunlight. You friends, need exercise. But... You need you need you need to walk. Go for a walk. You need exercise. You need therapy. You need a friend group. You got to go out. Make eye contact yeah. with people. A dog would help. You got to be. You have a. You have to have a heart. A heartbeat in the house. With you, you have to have like another heartbeat. I have a, to set I have a you cat. Up. Yeah, that's good. Are you getting out? Are you getting sunlight? Are you walking? Are you getting exercise? I'll try. I try to, but it's hard to find motivation to do anything. But well, sometimes yeah, my that's friends negotiable. me to. No, that's not negotiable. You have to. You have to get the blood pumping. Surefire way to to stay in your depression if you're not ex- exercising. You don't have to train for the Olympics. I'm talking just going for a 20 minute walk or something. Getting sunlight on your face, 20 minute walk. Yeah. Don't be on the phone the whole walk unless you're listening to music that's making you happy. But that's like you know what your body is designed to do. Millions of years of evolution went into that design, so you what? have to do that because that that's a surefire way yeah. to stay in your depression. What was and, your routine? And coffee like? helps too. What was your routine like before you uh, moved back home? What? What again? Say again. What was your routine like before you moved back home? Like, has it changed at all, or were you kind of dealing with the same thing before that? You sound like you're out of breath right now. Um, no. no. Yeah, I'm pretty much Did out of breath every time because it, everything. It, it... <laughs> No. Can you reach orgasm? As no, I'm, right now, I don't know. I'm right now on the call. I, I, I'm not sure I can. You know, <laughs> we want we want all our callers to, to masturbate until they reach orgasm. I think it that probably would, be, would be therapeutic. That would be the first that I know of of a somebody masturbating on the phone on this show. On this show. I, I can assure you that both my hands are up in the air as we speak. Hey, man, you're all the way in Norway. Live your life. Do whatever you want. And you're masturbating by rubbing your genitals on a piece of salami with no hands. Maybe you can do that. You know that thing where you can, like, right. just with your own mind, like, force yeah. yourself to get hard. And Come go. with your mind. That'd be a good hobby to learn while you're in your mom's basement. I heard that's actually possible. And you're going to do it for us tonight. <laughs> No, Dilla, I'm just joking around. But you got to, uh, there's nothing wrong with moving back in with your parents. I actually think it's stupid that we leave our parents. Uh, that's like uh, the current system, but I don't think that's actually the pro- that what, we're, what we're designed to do. We're, we're designed to hunt and gather in egalitarian bands of uh, all generations. I actually, 
Yeah, I think, I, guess, par- I think our parents would live longer if we stayed. I guess my biggest enemy is. Yeah, uh, I, I guess the biggest enemy is my own pride, because I want to make them proud in my own way. But I know they're proud of me for simply being a good person, and you know, doing yeah, take that pressure off yourself with the, with the hand that I'm dealt. Take that yeah. pressure off yourself, my man. Don't be so hard on yourself. Take this time to regroup, do things that make you happy, get some hobbies. But you got to be uh, amongst your friends, and you got to get out of the house, get off the screens. Get sunlight, get exercise, go to therapy at least once a week, if not two or three times a week. And uh, you gotta you gotta get out of the house and, and be with friends and do do stuff that brings you joy. Take a pottery class or something, or taekwondo or some shit, or go go camping. Fall in love. Pottery sounds nice. It's quite erotic. I heard. Yeah. You know no, Jackson yeah, English? No, so I heard like it could be quite erotic. It's erotic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, what's that? You can masturbate in the ceramics oh, you create. You could do a uh you could mm. create like a clay fleshlight. <laughs> there you go. Then all your problems will be solved. I think we did it. Mm. Uh, real quick, how is your <laughs> Dylan's like goes, hmm. Is your is your relationship <laughs> with your parents all good like living with them and and shit like are they are they cool? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's normal like we we run into each other and get annoyed, but we're family. You know, it's normal. Do your parents still make love? I heard them one time, so yeah, apparently. Oh. How was that? That was a long night, huh? Yeah, I I I said my I said, told to my dad like at the breakfast table had fun last night and he just laughed it off. <laughs> I I I respect you having the balls to bring it up. I, know, I would not. Yeah, do that. I would not. I would not. Ugh. Uh, Dylan, man, I hope I hope I hope some of this yeah, got. Yeah, because I, I I was like, man, I was like, guys, you need to stop doing this this loudly. Did you fist bump? No, him? I want to sleep. Hell no, dude. Were they just having missionary-style vaginal penetration, or were they um, doing cunnilingus? Camaro was not working that night. (laughs) Could you tell via the sounds what sexual position they were in? No, thanks. I don't even (laughs) want to imagine that. That Close your eyes and imagine it. <laughs> Yikes! They do have more open attitudes over there in Europe. Yes, towards watching their parents. I fucked sex. both my parents in Norway. That's where you go to do it. <laughs> I, did it at, I did it at customs. Right yeah, I mean, border. Viking shit. Yeah, that's right. Dylan, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um. Don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm going to show my parents an episode of Eric Andre show and tell them this man gave me therapeutic advice. (laughs) (laughs) You know how that goes. Hey, take care, Dylan. (laughs) See you, Dylan. Take care, y'all. Thanks for taking the call. That's Dylan Roof, one of the most famous mass shooters in in history. How you feeling? Good. Good. 
I felt good until you asked me that question. Really? That psyched me out. Why did it psych you out? Because I was like, does it look like I'm not doing so good? No, I just, I have, I, 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 that was, that's more of a reflection on me than on you. Does that make sense? No, no, no. No? I, I want to, I, I was wondering whether or not you were doing good. Not because you seemed like you were not doing good. I felt great. But because I wanted to make sure you were doing good. I feel great. Okay. Now I don't feel that good. Why? Look at your teeth. Yeah? Your teeth stand out with the green paint. Do, do, you, do, I, do they look nice? They're great. Thank you. You want to take another call? Sure. Is it just calls? Yeah, well, we can we can do. Or do you have like a breakdown, like a Jerry Springer breakdown at the end of it? Like, not like, really. I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, sometimes I have post call thoughts, but you gotta come just... off like you're the expert, right? No, not at all. Not at all. You're the lead. It's your. It's through your point of view, so you gotta express. Your not point of view even. The, not even really. I try to. You know, well, when I when I do it, when it's just me, it's like I I prefer. I mean, even when like, I have a guest on, like I, I prefer to be talking as little as possible, especially if like people, you know, have things that they want to say, you know, because I mean, you know, I mean, look, with with Dylan, like living in his mom's basement, it's like, dude, I started doing this show in my mom's basement. Like I was doing this in my mom's basement for like a year and a half. I don't think that there's any, uh, you know, what what's the opposite? Shame. I don't think there's any shame in living with your parents. And also, I don't know if you ever looked at those like graphs of like of like the amount of time you have with your parents. And it shows like ninety percent of it is gone by the time you, like, move out of the house. So it's like it's a great thing. Living with your parents? Yeah. I actually think it should be more normalized and not a, a sense a source of shame. I think in I don't know what country exactly. I only left my parents because I had enough of Florida and I wanted to see the rest of the country. Is the that rest where you of the grew world. up? Yeah. When I was in suburban Florida, there was nothing out there. You're Jewish, right? Yeah. Sick. So am I. Sick. Was the theme of your bar mitzvah? Not that Jewish. My mom didn't have a bat mitzvah either. I'm from like a long line of like commie, socialist, atheist Jews. Did you grow up a lot around a lot of other Jewish people? Yeah, from Boca Raton, Florida. Oh shit! Okay. It's the it's the uh, the Zion of Florida. <laughs> Are your parents in like one of those like Jewish retirement homes? Uh, no. Uh, my dad died last year. My mom is, uh, thank you. My mom is, um, she's in a retirement community, but not like, um, not like an old folks home. Mm -hmm. She's just in like a 55 plus community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole, um, like, would you be able to track like your personality? Like, does it, are you sort of both your parents? Do you think you're kind of more one than the other? Uh, sometimes I think I'm both. Sometimes I think I'm neither. Mm. Do, you have, do you have siblings? Older sister, yeah. Are you, is your sister anything like you? Uh, somewhat, yeah, but somewhat no. She doesn't. Um, she's not like loud and extroverted. She doesn't party. She doesn't drink. She's a bit of a teetotaler. Mm. Um, she's very academic. Uh, so but in some ways we're similar. In some ways we're different. Do you have a good relationship with her? Yeah, that's cool. She's still like, do you, how Jewish, like, do you go to the services for like Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and stuff like that? Nothing. Or? One time I asked my mom, I go, mom, it's, I was like in my early twenties, I go, mom, I'm going to fast for Yom Kippur. She goes, what? <laughs> Why? 
And I go, I, we're Jewish. I don't know. Aren't we supposed to fast and reflect? She goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, if you're hungry, you eat. My mom would, <laughs> my mom, my mom would uh, cry tears of joy if I told her I was fasting for young oh, people. Oh, my mom has no, no. My grandparents, like my mother's parents. Nobody was into it? Nobody was into the rituals. Really? In fact, I think they uh, <laughs> disliked the rituals. I'd be like, Mom, we should do a Passover dinner. She's like, huh? Why? She never was, she'd never be aware of what holiday it was whenever. And then uh, I, I remember when I was like a teenager, kind of coming of age, finding my identity, I was like, Mom, we should go to shul. We should go to we should go to temple. She was like, "Have you ever been to temple before?" I'm like, "No." She goes, "There's no place on earth more boring than sitting through its service." She's a hundred percent right in temple. She's 100% and then I went right. to a bar mitzvah when I was yeah. twelve years old, and just the temple part of the bar mitzvah, not the party part. I couldn't keep my eyes open. And she leaned over and she was like, you want to do this every weekend? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. She's like, I'm telling you. <laughs> you She's like, there, you don't have to prove yourself to your mm -hmm. tribe by sitting through a, a book of 5,000-year-old fairy tales. <laughs> there was the th I could never get into Temple because there was never – like even – you know, it, it feels like in other religions, there's like an energy to it. And there's like a, you know, even in, in the ones where it's like, you know, I'm being saved by Jesus. And yeah, those Judaism, are the newer religions in, in Judaism. It never it's too there's, old. There's never like a why are we doing this? Why are Dude, we saying these words right it, now? It's fairy tales written by cavemen 5000 years ago. And a lot of it has to do with hygiene from five millennia ago. It also, it, it, it's. Um, fucking insane and twisted. I tried to read Genesis in quarantine. It's like uh, written by a lunatic. <laughs> so, so like incredibly sexist, incredibly homophobic, and and uh, punishing. And okay, slavery. It's it's rough. That bar mitzvah that you went to. Did you get to go to the party part? Oh yeah. How was that? Thank God. I didn't know the party part was coming. It was my first bar mitzvah. And I thought it was like, this was the whole thing. And I'm, they're reading from the fucking sea scroll. And I was like, this is, this is quite boring. This is, I thought it'd be way more fun from what I heard wait, from my wait, friends. Wait. And then when I got to the party party, your, like, well, oh, yeah, your, your, this fr is what your friends about. told you that shul would be fun. They told me bar mitzvahs would be fun. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And they are. The party part's mm -hmm. rad. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the shul part is. Did you knock back a Shirley Temple or two? I, I drank Manischewitz. They had a bunch of Manischewitz out, and I downed like a couple little thimbles of it. I was like, hell yeah, I'm a badass. There was one bar mitzvah where uh, my friends and I would take the balloons on the thing and like inhale the helium. And it was <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> early whippets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know that they got you high. I just thought it would change your voice. Change your voice. You know, I was listening to Howard Stern a while ago, and he, had the, he said the funniest thing. He goes, if anybody ever invites you to a Passover dinner... Run for the fucking hills. Because <laughs> it is so long and so boring. If you do an actual that, Passover, well, yeah, like an Orthodox. They do the whole thing. There's, if there's you do the whole saving. thing, yeah. fucking watch out. They do the speed Eat before saving. you go, too, because you're going to be starving. Do you like If you it? wait through the whole thing. I've done like the very short version. Right. I've done the speed round, and, and that was fine. Do you like matzah? 
Yeah, I love matzah. I grew up on matzah. I would just like lather butter on matzah yeah. and wolf it down when I was a little kid. My mom makes this matzah. I've had matzah in a while, but half toffee, half chocolate. Oh wow, it's pretty good. You know, it was good. I don't know if this place exists anymore in Williamsburg. The Jewish Japanese place. Jewish Japanese Shalom Japan. Place? Shalom, Shalom Japan. Japan. They would have. They had a Jewish. They had a um, a matzah ball ramen soup. That was fucking awesome. And the guy who directs my show, Kitao, is Japanese. Really? Yeah. So we would go there and fuck shit up. Is it still around? I don't know, but it was awesome. I don't know if it survived quarantine. That's a, it's worth uh, checking in on, but it's a rad, it's a rad fusion. Sh- kind of. Shal- Sh- Shalom Japan. Shalom Japan. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hello. Hey, is this Candy? Hey. How's this it going? Good. How are you? Hanging in there. Candy. Yes. Oh my God. Holy shit. I'm on. What? How? I've hey. never met somebody under the age of seventy named Candy. Is your name You're Candace? Funny. That's my real name. No, it's Candy. Candy's on your birth certificate. <laughs> yes. It's a bit of a stripper name. Uh, <laughs> that's a knee slapper. But um. I I, I didn't even mean that as a joke. I didn't even mean that as a joke. <laughs> I meant that like just oh, like okay. at face value. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Touche. No, sure. it wasn't I an mean, it wasn't an insult. It wasn't a joke. Sex work is real work. Candy, candy cane. Uh, candy cane lane. That's that's a me. I know. I know you've heard every joke about your name, but I've never met a candy so young. I'm assuming you're. <laughs> I would you're think in- candy. The only candy I know is Candy Kong. I don't know who that is. You don't know do you ever, Candy? You know the Donkey Kong people? The Donkey Kong people? Yeah. The Donkey Kong people. The, the designers? Like the. No, no. no this oh, the is, family. No, Candy Kong's not a designer of the. Oh, Donkey Kong's wife? Donkey Kong's. I think girlfriend or situationship is Candy <laughs> oh, they're Kong. Not. They're not. They're not. <laughs> they're, not <good> <laughs> <middle>. <laughs> they're not. Donkey Kong's a polyamorous uh, <laughs> significant other. <laughs> okay, Candy, what's going on? Oh, um. Nothing. I just got home from work. I am a truck driver over the road. Oh, um, so yeah. I live in my truck Monday through Friday. What? Um. Yeah, it's uh, hard work, but um, someone's going to do it, right? You ever fall asleep at the wheel? <laughs> no, that has not happened. Never. Good. You ever get really high and drive? No. Nope. Took a long time to answer that, Candy. Candy, (laughs) truck drivers have the best (laughs) speed. You guys have the best meth. I always forget that that's illegal. Um, They're crushing Adderall, Monster Energy drinks. They're wild. Um, Mine, my go-to is Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. They're all on uppers. We're machines. We're literal machines. Yeah, that's wild. What's uh, what are you what are you hauling? Can I drink or with this makeup going in my mouth? You're fine. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) It's toxic. This is what killed the original. You have about man. a week left to live. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you do. You, you. It's. Yeah. There we go. Wow, that was pretty good. You didn't get. What a are you drinking? Bowl. I'm not watching the stream. So. I'm watch. I'm drinking water. So what's going on, Candy? Oh. How, how can we help you with your life? Oh, I just. I didn't think I would get this far. To be honest. Um. So your life is perfect. I mean, my life. 
No, 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 no. You're fully no. self-actualized um, on the hierarchical <laughs> scale of needs. Um, but I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, I make good money and I have fun when I can, when I'm not working. Yeah, you sound like a chill-ass So I'm going sis. to Vegas the end of, yeah, 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 I'm going to Vegas the end of this month to see Theo Vaughn. Nice. Um, you sound like you got life figured out. <laughs> um, I'm just chilling, to be honest. Like, I don't like this. I can't, I can't stress. I don't have time for stress. Hell yeah. Do you, are you a gambler at all? Yeah. Do you plan on gambling in Vegas? Ooh, of course. Ooh, I love to gamble. Okay. So you were going to be getting another call from That's you. That's how I get free hotels. Facts. <laughs> What's your budget? Uh, how much are you, how much, how much, uh, what, how much are you planning on uh, spending? I'm going to throw up candy. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't spend more than like. Five to seven hundred. That's pretty. That's 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 a solid yeah, amount of house some, money. Candy, you're a fucking yeah, nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you're a fucking wild like child. Coffee, you ever do wheelies in that truck? You do truck tricks? No. 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 There are no not really many tricks we can do. You could um, do some I mean, truck I tricks. Up is like. Yeah, back it up, flip it around. Do a little uh do a little fucking a tray flip off some stairs. Yeah, pop shove it. Fifty fifty. Little, th- little three three wheel motion. Dude, taking a truck in the bowl would actually be pretty fire. Why don't you drive that truck on stage with Theo Vaughn? Give him the fucking surprise of a lifetime. <laughs> right? <laughs> with all the he doesn't drink anymore. He's gotta get his adrenaline oh, yeah. from something. Candy, I have a question. If your life oh. is going very well, do you oh. have any advice for me? Oh, I didn't say it was going very well. I just said it's all right. Um, any advice for you? No, no. I think you're doing everything cool. I mean, you know, just chill. I know you're, like, sad a lot. I noticed that from, like, previous. I, I, I listened to you in the truck, like, pre, like older episodes and stuff. Oh, my God. Um, that's such a bummer. I know you were sad. Why did I? Why did I see? You? What did you? No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I that's helpful information for me to have. What was it about me that made you? That made me seem so sad. Oh no, you would say it all the time. I don't know. You were like, you kind of sounded depressed sometimes. You would say yeah. it. Yeah. People like. Yeah. A little down today. Um, that's the secret, but Eric. You seem a lot the therapy now, is so. all for me. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> How but, can I be less? How can cool. how I mean, can how 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 do you think I could be less sad? Um. Um. You know what helped me was smoking less weed. Oh man. Smoking less weed for real. Are, That's are what, you are you drinking more monster? Are you a weed guy at all? Uh, no, weed don't hit me right. That's not my oh. drug. I liked it when I was a kid, like a teenager, thirteen years old. I loved it, but I don't know. It turned on me. I always forget that weed is like not good for you. Like, there's all these like Reddit posts that every day try to like convince you that it's like healthy medicine and whatnot, but it's yeah, not yeah. good to be <laughs> inhaling something all the time. And I know my memory is fading a little bit. Oh, oh! Fuck I just don't yeah. like the way Do it dreams? makes me feel. Um, what did you say candy? Oh. Can you remember your dreams? Yeah, I had a dream. That I went oh. with Optimus Prime and John Lovitz 
to their house where they were roommates, and they were both very religious and invited me to pray with them. Nice. Was it my truck? Candy's bored. My Optimus Prime truck. <laughs> Candy just crashed your truck. <laughs> to the new 360 dome in Las Vegas. Candy, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, no. Stay chill. You guys are awesome. I love you, Eric. I love you. Love you um, too, Candy. Lyle. Thanks, okay, Candy. bye. I'll try, I'll try to be less sad. Bye. Yay. Bye. Do you ever, like, I, su- I assume people come up to you a lot and they're like, Eric, you must be so high to come up with all these, like, ideas. Oh, yeah. Dude, what do you what do you usually say in response to that? What drug? They go. What drugs are you on? Right. I just say coffee. Really, just coffee. Mm-hmm. If I'm high, I don't want to work. <laughs> like, could you imagine being in a writer's room on acid? I'd be like, ah, glued to the floor. Ah. I was listening to uh, uh, like a George Carlin interview, and he said he'll like write sober and then edit high. So I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. But he used to do so much cocaine, he would stay up for like seven days straight and start hallucinating people that weren't there. And then his heart happened. exploded when he was like 41. He did. He died pretty young, yeah. He, was like he died in his 70s, but he had two massive heart attacks because he was such a coke addict. Mm. Him and, and Robert Williams and Richard Pryor, they were fucking crazy. They would do mountains, Scarface mountains of cocaine. I don't get cocaine it just it only it only really makes my heart beat yeah coke and weed are my two drugs that i uh, i don't like those are not my drugs what's your favorite drug mushrooms i think yeah whippets mushrooms whippets mdma xanax is good but you can't do it all the time it's very addictive and bad for you eric i am here hello there what's yes. up eric? Wow, uh, like not Joe too Pera. much just uh Oh, oh wow, that's a high compliment. <laughs> Just wow, decided going on, to Eric? call in on this special occasion. Uh, not too much, you know. Never called in before, but decided uh, today was the day. What made today today? Uh, oh, mostly uh, Eric Andre being on the air. That makes sense. Hey, how you doing, Eric? Oh, pretty Eric good. How are you doing, Eric? You know what I'm saying, player? You yep, hear candy yep, fucking yapping her way previously? Flap, flap, flapping that candy yep. cane jaw. Yep, you know, got to do it sometimes. Uh-huh. I feel you, big daddy. So, so just uh, to get right to it, if you could have a dinner party with any three historical figures, who would they be and what would you serve for dinner? <laughs> you're you're a wild cat. Is that a question for me or you? Um, I mean, I was hoping you'd answer. Jeffrey it, Dahmer, Ted way. Bundy, and John Wayne Gacy, and they'd be eating me. Okay, <laughs> they'd be eating me Ooh, out. Didn't expect eating my booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect that one. Like a fried would you, uh, circle of calamari. Would you introduce any uh, chaotic elements into the meal? 
No. Nope. <laughs> nope. It'd be the most polite meal you've ever seen. Hmm. I like that the three most prominent serial okay. killers eating me is is not chaotic enough That's for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that could be made more. I don't know. I yeah, so. What more? No napkins. <laughs> we would use chopsticks instead of. I'll have, I'll have to see if I can get Dolly three to uh, show me what that looks like. Oh, uh, uh, brother. Well, uh, last thing. What's your? Um, your most memorable Whippet experience? No, that's a good question. I, uh, have you, uh, have you ever, have you ever <laughs> seen people like smuggle a tank of nitrous into like a festival and bury it and dig it up later in the ice? Yeah. And the ice coolers. Yeah. I saw a video of that, but, uh, my most memorable one, I did Xenon one time. Xenon's an element. The stars Ooh, are created of xenon. And yeah, it's like the champagne of whippets. It's I very it was the, expensive. Uh, Scientology god. That's Zenu. Did you? Uh, Where did you get it? There was a guy that was like, it's not illegal. So the guy was, uh, but they usually just sell it in bulk because it's just used for industrial. It's used to make make light bulbs. But I found like a rogue xenon mm-hmm. guy. But he's he's a wall. I can't. I, I, the last time I emailed. Oh him, damn. Yeah. That was quite memorable. I've also totally like fished out on what so, before where like my brain completely ceased to I, I, I ceased to be alive for like a second. What's your most memorable whip wow. experience, Eric? Oh gosh. Um you know, a lot of the time I I feel like I actually don't experience much of an effect. Maybe I like don't inhale or something somehow. Um but so we do this thing um, the, at the Whippet parties where we get a, um, a globe and spin it, close your eyes, move your finger up and down it and see uh, where you stop it on the globe. And then you have to describe what you imagine that place to be like while uh, hitting the Nang. You are eccentric, dude. I like this guy. You're yeah. a wild eccentric man. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember uh, what you like? Do you remember what you landed on and what you described it to be like? Oh gosh, um, you know, I'm gonna have to review the tapes. I do have them all. Oh, you videoed this? Uh, uh, yeah, there's actually a lot. It hasn't dropped yet. I think there was a Belize in there. I'd imagine it was green, but beyond that, um, I think it's kind of a spur of the moment thing before you come down. Are you on? A, did you just do a whip it? Um, you know, people think that, but I swear, um, I have not done that today. You sound like you're on opium. I might. I might do one. <laughs> uh, well, you know, who knows? Anyway, I don't know. Well, we've hit we've hit a here. wall. <laughs> we've come right, to a screeching halt. <laughs> I was thinking. I, I was thinking I would invite Abraham Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, 
and Abraham Lincoln's wife, and I would make them do the thing. Mm. Abraham Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, and Lee Harvey Oswald. Ooh. And I would, and we, I would serve JFK. Slay, honey. What about a surprise guest? Maybe Jack Ruby. Who is Jack Ruby? Jack Ruby Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Bring them all. This hypothetical dinner. Is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? I think I'm good, but thanks so much for your time. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right. Have an excellent one. Okay. You too. He was like a character from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He was kind of talking like he was asking a question at the Comic-Con panel. What do you mean? Like he, like it, he seemed like he was asking a question at like a Comic-Con panel. Like he had like that voice that you use when you ask a question. Like a, a nerdy guy? Panel. Like a nerdy guy voice? Like not a nerdy guy voice. I but noticed like in a, episode 314 yeah, like of Xena Warrior Princess. Right, right, right. In that, in that kind of cadence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Comic book store guy. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. liquiddeath.com gecko. Hello? Hello? Robin? Yes, hi. Am I, am I on? Is this... You're on. You're on with, with, with me and Eric. What's going on, man? Uh, oh, hi. Hi, how you doing? That. Not too bad, thank you. What's, uh, how can we get you today, man? What's, what's going on? Um, I just feel very directionless in life. I've, I've 
recently graduated from uh, from university or college to you. And uh, yeah, I just sort of got a job be the day after graduating and uh, I just don't really know what I want to do. What did you major in? Uh, politics. Do you want a career in politics? Uh, I, I don't know. But I, I already work in, uh, with the, in the House of Commons in the British government and uh, I don't really know... <laughs> How much you know about British politics, but uh, it's very much not going well right now. Yeah, you guys are a mess over there. You yeah. guys, bre- oh, you guys yeah, brexited. Maybe, can um... you just can you just undo Brexit and Brentrance? <laughs> I you guys really not, cut man. yourself uh, off from the definitely. from the mainland. Literally, yeah, yeah. You're a no, tiny no, island. Uh... I don't know if you know how commerce works, but you really kind of <laughs> yeah. cut off your nose to spite your face. What have you always wanted to do? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, I've always wanted to travel, but I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know where to go. Where should I go? Why don't you take where, time where, off to travel? To Why don't you take a sabbatical, take time off to travel, and do some self-exploration? And then when you get back, just marry rich. That's what I plan on doing. Mm, that's a good. That's a good plan. <laughs> What brings you joy? Um, watching sports. I saw my first NFL game in London the other day. That was quite good, to be fair. Okay. Why don't you do some sports? Why don't you? Why don't you pivot into the sports world? Not as an athlete, unless you had the prowess. But you know, maybe get involved in sports. Are I don't you, know. Are you good at rugby? Uh, I'm not very good at rugby now. I'm, I'm not much for sports, and I guess. Well, you don't have to be an athlete. You could, you know, work for the, you know, the, each each one of those teams employs where hundreds it, of people. Where is it that you want to travel yeah. to, Robin? Uh, I don't know. Australia and, and Canada. I've been to Canada before, but I've got to go to Eastern Europe as well. But I've have you ever been to any of these places? Where should I go? It depends on what you like, man. I mean. Follow your nose if you've Australia and Canada are going your name. Go check them out. You ever? Um, I think about this all the time. There's like these websites where you can go to like get matched up with like a family to teach them English or like help their kids or like work on their farm really? or some shit like that. I I always think about doing something like mm. that. You know, and you can do. I think mm. they like you do it, and then they give you like a, a bed and like some meals and shit. Um, mm. And it's kind of a way. I think I think you have to pay to get over there or whatever, but. Um, once you're there, I think you're, you know, kind of kind of set up in the country. You ever look into doing something like that? Because yeah. if you're out of school and, you know, I, I don't know if you have, like, yeah. a little bit of money or anything, but, you know, go experiment with that. That's what I would do if I wasn't, um, yeah. you know, doing, being a gecko. Yeah. And I just feel like in my job as well, it's, it's odd because when you work in politics, like... <laughs> There's an election, and then you have like five days, and then you just get kicked out on the streets. Nothing. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, it's yeah, intense. It, it feels really uncertain all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a... I feel like I'm a boring call compared to the rest of you all. No, 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 no. You should have heard Candy, man. We were falling asleep with our eyes open over here. No, I'm just joking. Candy was great. I'm a dumb <laughs> teaser. Um, uh... <laughs> The last guy we had was like a, a methadone or something. So you're, 
You're like you're, 19... a, you're a nice baseline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're you're a wild <laughs> hair up your ass kind of caller compared to the last guy. Yeah, you're bringing me a I, look. I don't know what you're doing for the nation of England, but you're bringing me a nice sense of calm right now, Robin. And I think uh, you know, trust your intuition. Life is short. Get out there and travel. And through your travels, you might experience um, some type of uh, self discovery and some epiphany on that, what, what exactly you want to do. Or you might meet somebody that changes the yeah. course of your life. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, try ayahuasca is what I'm yeah. hearing from that. Yeah, yeah, try ayahuasca. Try any psychedelic. Try anything. Get out in the universe. Yeah, you know, you might meet somebody. You might come up with some epiphany. Yeah. You know, just leave your house. Leave the leave the nation. Wander about like the, yeah. like the nowhere man from the Beatles. The nowhere man. Yeah. I guess it's just stressful being in in any government, but it's just. <laughs> what's your What's your position in the government? He's like I'm the oh, prime I'm like, minister I'm of England. England. <laughs> <laughs> I am Rishi Sunak calling in. From... <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I'm just I, I work with an MP uh, directly, so equivalent of a congressman, just like half helping them with all their tasks and things and uh, writing speeches or whatever. But mostly just like dealing with like the random crap that people write into us about like is he a bit of a cheeky cunt out there. is this congressman a bit, a bit of a cheeky cunt, cunt? Yeah. oh no no they're no they're very lovely uh you, you know i don't know what that means in british but i i love just i love saying cheeky cunt you can't say it in America. I think, uh, well, you know, I think you have uh, to be in Australia or England to get away with saying cheeky. In Australia, in if you call someone a cunt, it's a good thing. But a cheeky cunt or a shit cunt would be a bad. Thing. Yeah. Is he a Roscott Bumbaclot? Good thing here. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a nice thing here. Yeah. Robert, I think you're a good cunt. First person you see when you land in London, just call them a cunt. That's what you need to do. I, I think you're a beautiful cunt. Thank go you. spread very, very your, your beautiful... Go spread your beautiful, your beautiful cunt, cunt all over Australia. All over Australia, <laughs> Canada, and anywhere in the world that'll have you, my friends. <laughs> um, uh, Eric, I know you gotta go. You, do you, yeah, do you have any, any final questions yeah, for, for it, Robin? Yeah, Robin, I think go? just quit your job and, and follow your heart, man. Follow my dreams. Wow. I should now. Eric Andre demanded it, so I should. Yeah, yeah. So maybe go to Australia, shelf a pinga, and smoke a yippee bean. Uh, I've written that down. I'll, I'll do it straight away. Okay. Shelving a pinga is when you put ecstasy up your ass. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, in Australia. That's Australian talk, though. I ran out of British slang. I'm learning more than the callers. Hey, take care, Robin. Thank you so much. Have a nice evening. Bye, Robin. Love you. How you feeling? I thought you were gonna do. I thought it was gonna make you feel bad to ask you that. No. Thanks for doing this. Um, I really appreciate of it. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge got, fucking fan. I hope you got what you wanted. Yeah. No. This I was, was a great. bit of a snooze. No. 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 You were great. Yeah, you were okay. great. Uh, I'm honored to have you on. I'm Thanks. a huge fucking fan. Thank you. Appreciate Dude, is there anything likewise. that you want to say to uh, like you want to plug anything or anything like that? Oh yeah, I got a podcast. Uh, I got a podcast about bombing on Big Money Players Network. It's called Bombing. <laughs> I just I have comedians and musicians and artists on and ask what their worst gig of all time was. And you're still on tour, right? And I'm on tour, yeah. Eric what's, Andre. What's coming up? 
ericandretour.com. I'm in San Antonio on Monday. I'm doing my Texas. I'm messing with Texas next week. San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Austin. Then the following week, I go back to the Midwest. Then I'll, I'll do a West Coast leg. We're going to add dates too, so don't stress if I'm not. And it's not—it's not you're not doing like traditional stand-up, right? You're doing kind of a medley of things. Yes, a medley, a cornucopia of of chaos. It's a little bit uh, Gallagher meets Gigi Allen. Beautiful. Yeah, interviewing people, uh, destroying the venue. Um, it's very interactive. A lot of fan interactions. If you're a fan and you want to. Um, get stuff sprayed on you yeah if you want to come up on stage with me and do crazy shit this is the time i saw you like hanging somebody up on a cross yeah we ripped off a jenna jackson shtick like she used to like um put people this sex cross and then like kind of molest them on stage and like hump them while singing a song so that's what i'm doing for my opening monologue ericandretour.com ericandretour.com yeah y'all thanks man thanks buddy Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix.